This is Coach Lou Holtz, and you're listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast with Dr. Amber Selke, from the locker room to the boardroom. Dr. Amber is the best in the business at helping you and your team build the mindset that drive results. So lock in. If you can take just one thing away from today and implement it into your life, I know you'll be a better person and a better leader, coach, athlete, parent, or spouse because of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking, where we are in season four entitled Be Mentally Tough. In today's episode, we are actually going to dive into the mental toughness marker of positive motivation. So again, we have started this journey on diving into what is mental toughness and how can I build it and integrate it into who I am, into how I build and develop my team and organization. And so we have started with tier one of motivation, where we first looked at intrinsic motivation, right, as the source of the reward. And then we moved on to internal motivation as the source of the driver, what's driving and motivating people to do what they do. And then we talked about approach motivation, right, about approaching activities and engagements and opportunities as opportunities, right, to deliver, to grow, to learn, to contribute versus avoiding them. And each of these has landed on a spectrum. And so we're going to conclude our tier of motivation today by looking at positive motivation. Again, a marker is an indication that something is present in a person. And so when we recognize positive motivation right, in an individual, that should be a marker, an indication that that, that individual is mentally tough. And so when we look at positive motivation, we want to look at it on a spectrum, again, just like all of the others, intrinsic to extrinsic, internal to external, approach to avoidance, and now positive to negative. And this is really looking at the ethical context of the action, right? And so, whereas the first three that we talked about, intrinsic, internal, and approach, we said that, hey, you know what? If you land on the, if, if occasionally you're over there on extrinsic, external, or avoidance motivation, that as long as you're using those types of motivations to fuel you and you're using those strategically versus allowing them to use you and overtake you, that that's okay. Well, on this, on this spectrum, we are saying that negative motivation is never okay. And this, this is really looking at what is your intent of your action. And so this is really easy to think about in a football context, right? Is your intent to go out and to hurt somebody and intentionally harm somebody when you tackle them? Or is your intent simply to introduce them to your preparation, right? And to compete, to give your very best, everything you got, right? That that means that means aggression is okay, right? Being aggressive, going after the ball, going as hard as you can on every single play. We want that. Heck, we want that in every aspect of our life. Are you going after everything you can in, in your relationships? Are you going after everything you can, right? And delivering your best and trying to compete, right? In a healthy way. Uh, versus, again, going out there to intentionally hurt other people or to step on people to climb the ladder if you're in a business context, right? That is a negative ethical motivation. And for some people, that is a huge driver. I mean, heck, if we remember back several years ago at the New, Eng- uh, the New Orleans Saints, right, and, and Bounty Gate, where the organization was actually putting bounties on for their players if they were to impose injury on the opposing team, 
right? That, that is horrible for an organization and coaches to be encouraging that and saying, hey, yeah, go out and intentionally hurt somebody. I mean, you can imagine that that would trigger a huge motivation. Of course, that can be motivating, but is that helpful? I mean, I, I think we think about Bounty Gate and we think, oh, it's just football. It happens in football. Or, or you step on people uh, at climbing the corporate ladder and you think, well, this is just business, right? This is how it is. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, that's why we get in situations in our world because we say, oh, it's okay in this context. No, it's not okay in that context. The reality of it is our bodies and our brains don't know the difference if we're at work or at home or at sport or or hanging out with, with our friends. Like it only knows whatever habits you've created. And if we as coaches and leaders endorse and allow such negative ethical behaviors to drive and to motivate our people, then we cannot be surprised when we have fraudulent accounting issues, right? Or we see professional athletes knock their girl friend out. Like we can't say like, oh my God, how does that ever happen? And then laugh when we hear something like Bounty Gate or, or listen, I mean, Bounty Gate's one thing, but then if you go, if you go to some of these youth football leagues and you hear some of the language of these coaches, I mean, somebody was telling me a story the other day, they went to a state championship for flag football for their, for youth football, right? So not even old enough to play in pads yet. And a kid came after the quarterback and literally tackled him. And the coach comes out on the field yelling and screaming, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about right there. Okay, when that kid gets in trouble in school because he pushes somebody up against a locker or he punches somebody out at recess, now we're going to blame the kid? Come on, adults. We have got to stand up and say, hey, you can be aggressive. You can be competitive. Right, but control it and have it be about wanting to compete and be your best and deliver your best, not about imposing intentional harm and breaking of the rules in an unethical context. Sport and business are two of the biggest opportunities for positive impact in this world. And we as leaders and coaches need to recognize that, understand it, and be more intentional about helping our kids understand, and and not just kids, kids and adults, learn and understand the differences of positive and negative motivation. So if we were to think about, you know, what is a way that I could destroy positive motivation in my kids or my, my team, right? Well, you can reward and praise unethical behavior. You can give the guy a promotion that you know has stepped on uh, and undercut people all the way in his climb. Give him a promotion. And guess what you're saying? Hey, negative motivation is okay. So don't worry about that positive motivation stuff. You're going to get yours uh, regardless of how you go about it. So if you want to destroy positive motivation, reward and praise unethical behavior, but don't be surprised when you wind up with bigger uh, negative consequences on your hand, again, as sports or in business or in our families and communities. Well, on the flip side of that, then how do I go about building positive motivation? Um, one of the, the easiest ways, right, is to just prioritize long-term wins over short-term gains. There's an awesome uh, Simon Sinek talk out there called What Game Are You Playing? I'll put that in the episode notes for you. But he's like, listen, we got to understand what game we're playing. If, if, we, if we think we're playing the short-term game, right, that's going to cause and create us to make some unethical, perhaps, decisions in the short term. But when we understand the long-term game that we're playing, that is coaches are long-term gain 
And vision needs to be about building healthy young men and women so they can be positive contributing members of our society, right? And in business, when we adopt the long-term game plan of having healthy, happy, healthier people going home to their families so that they're better spouses and parents, which are going to impact our kids, which are going to translate to impact our communities, like that's the game we're playing, But too often we get so caught up and distracted by these short-term games. Take a step back and ask yourself, really, what game are you playing? Because that will really help you prioritize those long-term wins over those short-term gains and help build a sense of positive motivation in, in our communities and in our people across the board. Right, Positive motivation of saying, hey, I'm gonna work hard, I'm gonna deliver my best, I'm gonna give everything I got. Not to hurt anybody else, Right, but to be motivated to learn and to grow and then be able to deliver when it matters. So again, we wrapped up right talking about um, motivation and, and tier one of motivation. I want to leave you with one other theory, right? But this is one of the most widely researched motivational theory in the world, and it's called self-determination theory. Okay, so don't freak out. I know we're talking about theories here, but just take a quick breath and listen because you'll get it and you'll be able to understand and apply it in your teams or organizations immediately. So what self-determination theory says is that humans have three basic psychological needs. Three basic psychological needs, competence, autonomy, and relatedness, right? You can talk C-A-R, just like a car, right? So the engine in a car drives the car, while our engine as humans is our motivation. And so competence, autonomy, and relatedness. Competence, knowing what you're supposed to do, how you're supposed to do it, and when you're supposed to do it. And so helping equip your team with the competence to deliver what it is you're asking them has shown to increase uh, motivation, right? That internal intrinsic approach type motivation. Autonomy, this is a sense of choice, right? And a sense of control over your world. Like micromanagement undermines autonomy, right? That is a quick way to kill intrinsic internal approach motivation in our people, right? So give them a sense of control, give them a goal and objective, but let them use their creativity and their competence to solve that. Another awesome way to drive that intrinsic motivation. And then finally, relatedness. This is just having a sense of connection to people and to, and, or to the vision or mission of the organization, Drive connection among and between your people and to the vision that you're after, and you will continue to drive motivation up in your in your team or organization. So that your championship mindset training for this week is to watch that Simon Sinek talk that I'm going to put in, in our episode notes, and then clarify the game that you're playing in your different roles. So again, if you're a parent, if you're a spouse, if you're a coach, a teacher, um, a business leader, a, a student, an athlete, wherever you are out there, I want you to think about all those different roles that you play and then ask yourself after you listen to that TED Talk, what game are you playing? And if you hold that vision in your mind, it's going to help you continue to grow and develop that sense of positive motivation into how you function and attack your days every single day. 
Thank you so much for being with us again this week. And as always, please feel free to reach out to me directly, amber at selkingperformance.com. If you want to talk about maybe what a keynote or a training session with your business or organization might look like, I would love to hear that or, or discuss that with you. But then I'd also love to hear your feedback on what you're learning and how you're applying it. And also you can connect with us on all of the social media platforms. So Twitter at Champ Mindsets, Instagram at Selking Performance, and on Facebook at Selking Performance Group. Thank you again for being with us. It's been a pleasure as always. And this has been your host, Dr. Amber Selking with Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. And from the locker room to the boardroom, I want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset. Brightview Medical is a patient-oriented medical healthcare organization with goals to improve the healthcare system by combining treatment and prevention methods to provide solutions that every patient can understand. By building their model of care on state-of-the-art imaging equipment coupled with blood, tissue, and urine analysis, they are able to establish where you are on the wellness spectrum. Once you are a patient, Their team is able to monitor your health year after year or as needed. They are currently planning on operating over 112 locations starting in every major NFL city. They are proudly new partners with the NFL Alumni Association to help bring their elevated level of care to former NFL players, their families, and everyone who is tired of the broken healthcare system in place today. To learn more about Brightview Medical, check out their website at www.brightviewmedical.com.